You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. In a world filled with cigars, craft beer, comics, movies, and video games, only two men are brave enough to search out all things nerdy. It's the Cigar Nerds Podcast! And welcome to Cigar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Smokin' Joe. I'm Brad Jackson. We's back, and uh, we're going to be talking about a big man later on. So what are we smoking this week, Brad? Well, this week we uh, we have a big cigar. I mean, it's literally got XXL on the title. <laughs> uh, but we've got the San Cristobal. Uh, Papagayo? Papagayo. Ah! That's, that's how I'm assuming it's pronounced. Yeah. But uh, I do believe that this is... Um, you know, a collaboration with uh, Don Pepin and uh, Ashton Cigars. And, you know, it's right up my flavor profile with a uh, Nicaraguan, uh, what is it? A uh, Habano wrapper and then it's Nicaraguan, Nicaraguan fillers binders. and binders. So it's a, I'm assuming a Nicaraguan Puro. Uh, it doesn't say Puro, but it doesn't list any other, other uh, tobaccos. But, I mean... You got, you know, two heavy hitters there. You know, both Ashton and uh, my father, and my father, and yes, father. <laughs> um, Maybe I should smoke so... my left hand so I don't smack the mic stand. <laughs> nah, continue smacking away. It's all fun and games. But I mean, just just off the rip, man. Um, you know, this wonderful flavor, wonderful complexity. Um, I mean, it's complex without being overly complex and it's not you know a, a super powerhouse of a cigar um it's kind of i would say medium full a little bit of spice um yeah i mean i get just a a mild touch of pepper on the tongue um a little bit of that earthiness um notes of leather and you know there's a little almost like a, a sweetness like a I don't know. Like, like I'm a, gonna say cherry, but I don't. I don't know that that's. <laughs> well, you're not looking at the the uh, description, and yeah, you called it uh, the 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 company's website says uh, lighter notes of walnuts, espresso, black cherries, and dark chocolate. So, good good test of your palate there. You're you were uh, saying all the things that uh, the internet was saying. Yes. Yay for, for my palate. I don't know. I don't think I could ever pick apart wine or bourbon, which... Is there a cigar equivalent of a sommelier? Yes. There you go. That's what you That's what you should do. You should go get you like a, a, a fucking cigar sommelier uh, <laughs> certificate. Because um, me, I'm always like, this is good. This is not good. But you're the one that's like, I taste this flavor and this flavor. And I'm like, it just kind of all blends together to me, whether it's... Yeah, you know, I can think of sweet or, you know, bitters and stuff like that. But yeah, the kind of that that narrowing it down to that fine, like this tastes like I can pick out these different flavors. I'm like, that's eh, it's hit or miss with me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know every cigar smokes a little bit differently. That's why I really like some of the events that we've gone to in the past where literally like you got to try each individual component before you smoked all the components together and you know that really helped me you know kind of develop a a palette per se for cigars but um you know people don't tune in to listen to you know 
Brad's flavor profile on on a cigar. So uh, <laughs> what are we talking about this week? Well, we're going to talk about season two of Reacher. Uh, reach around? <laughs> yeah, we're going to do a reach around on uh, on Reacher. Uh, and if you've got to take on shady uh, assassins working for uh, the military industrial complex you should call in the strike force strikeforceenergy.com use your promo code scar nerds for 20 percent off your order you know it's nice and light if you get thrown out of an airplane it's not going to weigh, weigh you down and what also want to give a helicopter yeah <laughs> helicopter helicopter also want to give a shout out to our boys at king of camo uh went to an event over there at uh, their shop and they gave me this sweet uh cigar nerds uh, logo laser engraved on a bottle cap opener so i was like Dude, you're just trying to make me buy another gun so I can put my logo on my rifle now. Because now that I know y'all can do that, like I want that. <laughs> uh, and their YouTube channel like just hit thirty-two thousand subscribers uh, last I checked. So they're they're doing better than we are. So go subscribe, tell your friends subscribe, so we can uh, you know catch up to them. <laughs> and with that, we'll be right back with the with the show. You've been carjacked, right? Don't turn around. This won't take long. Wait, who are you? Someone who prefers not getting involved. You refer to these special investigators as your team, your soldiers, even your friends. You do not mess with the special investigators. And now they're all in trouble. They were tortured. They dumped them from a helicopter. And they're coming after us. Good. Damn, Reacher. When we were kids, we just wrote our names in it. Why'd you get to hit him so hard? I don't hit soft. And welcome back. It's time to do a reach around on uh, season two of Reacher. I can't reach. <laughs> Fucker's too big. <laughs> Oh yeah, old. Uh, I don't know if like Alan Alan Richter is that big in real life, but they definitely shoot it where he looks like a goddamn giant. I think he's like six two, but I mean he looks like fucking seven foot tall, <laughs> seven foot tall and three foot wide because that is a wall of a man. Some Paul Bunyan type <laughs> shit right there. Yeah. Yeah, based on the Lee Child novels. Uh, the Jack Reacher series. It kind of, you know what? Now that I've watched, because we were just talking, uh, we need to start reading this this book series because, you know, all caught up on uh, Jack Carr books. I need need another kind of thriller uh, fix. But the character kind of reminds me of Kane from Kung Fu, where he's just this dude that just wanders the earth and gets into uh, gets into trouble. <laughs> Cause he's like, he gets out of the army and he's like, I'm tired of people telling me what to do. So I'm just going to do what, like, he's like, just you become know, a nomad. Yeah. But he's like, he only thing he owns is a toothbrush. <laughs> he doesn't even like carry like a backpack of shit. He's like, no, just me and my toothbrush. going to roam the, roam the world and see what kind of adventures I can get into. And occasionally, of course he always gets into trouble along the way. Kind of like Kane from Kung Fu. I'm just gonna just gonna wander the earth and see, and then all of a sudden I've got to take down this fucking counterfeiting conspiracy or or uh, shady we weapons manufacturers or 
whatever. I'm just really disappointed that, you know, the big bad was uh, the New Age Corporation in this series. And I'm I'm really disappointed that they didn't call themselves, like, old school or something, you know? <laughs> old school versus New Age. Uh, yeah, New Age Technologies. And uh, did you catch, uh, of course, the whatever boss of New Age is played by... Uh, uh, fuck, what's his name? From Terminator 2. Yeah, yeah, I did catch that. <laughs> but yeah, like one of the, one of the, uh, first, uh, might have been the first episode or whatever where they're, uh, you know, he's got his, uh, his man following them around and, uh, he's like, yeah, I tracked down this hotel. They've checked in under assumed names. I forgot what one name was. Uh, and then the other one was Sarah Connor He's like, who's whatever? He's like, that's a, that's a, he's like a famous old baseball player. He's like, well, then who the hell is Sarah Connor? He's like, what the fuck should I know? <laughs> I'm like, dude, you were trying to kill her. You should know what her name is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of like how they did the whole alias thing. Like, as long as you never change the initials, you know, you're good. Yeah, because... Uh... That was the, the the big kind of the premise is uh they are trying to It's training men. <laughs> that's that's literally the premise. Well yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reacher's old uh investigation uh team in the army st- bodies start uh start dropping. Literally. Uh one of their guys uh, gets found dead in the woods, apparently tossed out of a helicopter. And of course, uh, you know they're not going to leave that up to to uh, local cops to solve. They've got to they've got to come uh, solve their their buddy's murder and get wrapped up in a whole conspiracy, as you do. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, basically a company that makes missiles come up with a software chip that basically. Could, basically can it's like a better guided missile. miss just to come back and be like haha fooled you so it's like <laughs> anti-targeting software that will scramble like i guess a missile's guidance system this system actually uses that to kind of reverse it so it like make it actually acts as like a missile attractant <laughs> and so apparently these these guys have been making it look like chips that uh, were faulty or taking working chips, making them look faulty. So then they can toss them out. And then they're actually selling those working chips to a uh, broker for a terrorist organization and homeboy. Who's basically no one knows who he is or what he is. He is like, you know, somehow they got a list of his, you know, aliases and like, yeah, he, it's always the same initials. So it's like, I guess that would make it if you're a guy who exists with like a false name all the time. It would uh, I guess it make it easier if your if your uh, fakes all had similar uh, <laughs> similar names. Yeah, but I mean, just signing something like boom, boom, you know, there you go. Yeah, you don't have to like learn a new fake signature. You can use like because I mean, if you do just do the old like how many autographs have we seen where it's like 
You can tell what the first letter is and what the last letter is, and the rest of it's just like a bunch of squiggles. <laughs> it makes it a whole lot easier. I mean, it's kind of like uh, Jack Reacher and his books, uh, James, the like the alias that the CIA gives James Reese, which I can't fucking recall. It's, it's the same. It's like the same like initials. So like you know, they figure it's if it's easier to, or no, it's like the same first name. So instead of James Reese, it's like. James Donovan or something like that. So they, uh, so it's like, they're like, yeah, we keep it like kind of as close to your actual name as possible. So it's easier for you to fucking remember. <laughs> I don't know when people don't know me and they're like, Hey, Michael, I'm like, who the fuck are you talking to? Oh, me. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> Why are you using my government name right now? Are you the government? Yeah. Are you ATF? Don't shoot my dog. <laughs> so what I tell you, so what do you think of before we get into like any kind of specifics uh what do you think of this compared to season 1 I don't know I once again for me I was like I was really like about to text you and be like Bro, I think I gotta rewatch season one. <laughs> like, um, like I, I have no retention. Like, you know, good on you for fucking remembering, you know, actors' names and all this other shit. Like, oh my, like, my head's a whole storehouse full of useless information. But you know, like for me, I'm like, I be like, yeah, I love this dude in movies, but I don't know who the fuck he is. Like, <laughs> but. You know, to compare it to season one, I don't, you know. It definitely had a different feel. And each one of these kind of seasons is based off one of the Lee Child books. So, like, one book is one full season, which I think the first one was Killing Like, this Floor. one here was almost like, you know, the band getting back together again. So, you've got some of the camaraderie. You've got, you know, yeah, this some was... lighthearted, you know, humor. But then at the same time, like, as the story evolves... It's you know, just as dark... violent as yes. like the previous season. So they got they got the kind of the level of violence uh the same as season one. But yeah, this one definitely had a different feel to it because season one he's basically like the loner guy. Where this one he's back with his old army, but so it so it's it's more of an ensemble cast than just Reacher doing Reacher things. Which I I kinda like that. Yeah, see like, I the, like this dynamic, dynamic because you're getting, you know, the you get a little more tactics and everything of that nature. You get a little more humanity to it, where he can be kind of robotic on his. Uh, on well, his I own. mean, I you know, it becomes yeah, one man versus an entire arm. You know, okay, so it's the Punisher all over again, or or whatever. Yeah. But you know, where you start introducing more people that takes some of the pressure off of you know. The lead, but at the same time, like, it opens it up to be like, ah, this is your skill set, these are, you know, your things, and this is why he's such a great leader. Like, you know, um, but yeah, I mean, definitely a little bit of a, a different feeling, but at the same time, like. And it, then, you know, the last one was set in uh, the fictional town of Margrave, Georgia, and where this one's like dead in the middle of New York and Atlantic city. So it's like a lot more 
urban uh in like the last uh the last season and i think they've already announced season two is going to be based on the uh persuader novel which is set in boston so we're gonna are you know kind of like coastal uh boston stuff so yeah that's that's also kind of the cool thing about these books where he's just this wandering violent nomad it's like each season we get like a different setting like different city different you know gives you different visuals each each time around which is kind of a kind of a cool thing yeah but i mean i i like you know i like how they did this season i mean you know it wasn't it wasn't anything necessarily groundbreaking or or anything of that nature it was just you know a good eight episodes you know, of action and story that kept me interested, and you know, like, you know, it's like we've already talked about. It's like because of this series, it's like, oh, well, now I want to get involved in the books. You know, I mean, you and I both, you know, have read pretty much all the Jack Carr books up to this point. You know, yeah. So now we're having to wait a year between novels, so we got plenty of time to you like. Know, we so I start been, reading some. <laughs> I'm gonna catch know, up on some Lee Child. Doing a lot with. Uh, fuck um i can't remember the other series but it was kind of nice because like as i was waiting on a jack carr book the other author would you know usually have a book you know so i could kind of flip-flop but then the characters were so similar that i'm like fuck was this (laughs) jame reese or was this something else like (laughs) oh yeah i speaking of like i definitely got uh a lot of terminal list vibes this season because this is more of a kind of a revenge story where he's like, yeah, I killed one of my team and now we gotta, we're gonna start, yeah, we're gonna kill all these motherfuckers. But I like how you know throughout the the series, you know they, you know, make no assumptions. You know, I, I love how everything always came back to that because it's like, yeah, it's like you know how the assumptions looks. kill, details matter. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like all these little. You know, even though they're kind of on a, a violent vengeance spree, it's like very much like a detective drama. And you saw a little bit of that season one, but this one with the whole team, really, it's kind of cool where they walk into a crime scene and really start breaking it down. Like, you know, like, you yeah, know, picking I mean, up this these almost little, gave me like, these you know, details and CSI shit. type vibes yeah. at times, the way they were analyzing, you know, certain things. And or when they they find uh, at least from a Hollywood standpoint, because. Everybody I've talked to that did crime scene investigations is like, no, it's not sexy the way that you know <laughs> TV makes it out to be. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're touching a lot of a lot of gross stuff. <laughs> uh, the, the, yeah, the one that they the the first guy that they found found dead that uh, that uh, kind of kicked off the the whole the whole thing. Um, Yeah, he uh was it uh Yeah, when they find like his 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 uh hard drive with like his his investigation notes, it it's password protected and they're trying to like break his password and they're yeah, they're just doing like a whole like psychological profile on him to like guess his password. I'm like, okay, that's that's pretty fucking interesting that like yeah, we we've all got just ingrained like personality quirks that if someone really had that skill set of really being able to break someone down. It's like, oh yeah, he would definitely use this. And see, that's why I don't need that many people knowing that much about me. (laughs) (laughs) It's all AI, man. (laughs) That's fine. 
<laughs> you know, that artificial intelligence can do whatever the fuck it wants. Like, yeah, my profile is like that guy's an asshole. So whatever he's using his password is going to be some smart ass thing. <laughs> <laughs> fuck stick forty seven up. Oh, we broke it. <laughs> Cookie monsters. <laughs> uh, associate Bob. <laughs> at tankwrangler.com. <laughs> no, see, that's all shit I would guess for you. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, watch Joe's happy words, taint. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Goat. <laughs> that's a fucking Rachel had texted me, and it was like, I apparently didn't have her number, so I had no idea who it was. It's like, hey, I need your email for this thing. So I'm like, okay, it's... It's, uh, oh, what the hell? It was like Captain J at taintwrangler.com. And she's like, seriously? I'm like, oh, no, no, sorry. That's my, that's my, uh, business email. You know, my actual email is, yeah, this. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God, you should set that up as a real email. I'm like, all right, I need to, like, buy taintwrangler.com, uh, domain name just so I can make that, uh, <laughs> make that email. And Amanda wanted associate Bob at taintwrangler.com. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> why we can't have nice things we'll never have we'll never have monetization we'll we'll never have <laughs> in the rains down in africa oh <laughs> but as a, a a way to uh murder people uh i forgot i said a daily alarm uh toss them out of a helicopter i might like, haven't seen that one used recently you would th they're like, well, they they didn't want to leave any ballistics behind, so tossing them out of helicopters. But I'm like, there's not that many people that's got access to helicopters. <laughs> Don't you have to file flight plans and shit? Like, you would think that... When, when you got enough money, nobody looks into that kind of shit. <laughs> you would think, all right, body dropped here. Let's look at the FAA. Who was flying here in the last, uh, you know, 48 hours? <laughs> I, yeah, I would think that would be easier to track down than just running ballistics on, you know, putting a bullet in somebody's head. So you're trying to read way too much into it. <laughs> way too much into it. That's the problem. Like I know a lot about a little or a little about a lot, I guess would be the better way to say that. So it's like, it's funny, like especially things that are kind of in my wheelhouse of like, you know, guns and science. It's like, Amanda will be watching something and they'll, they'll be talking about some shit. I'm like, yeah, it's bullshit. That doesn't actually exist. Or, <laughs> She's like, stop it. You're ruining the you're ruining the magic. <laughs> the magic is there is no magic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Glocks do not have hammers, fucking Ant Man. <laughs> yeah, I mean for me it's just You know, I've gotten to the point to where you know, even if I'm watching something serious like I'm using that to veg out too. Like I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to analyze and break shit down the way I once was. Like, no, like that's why I don't watch cop shows because they all piss me off. Like, well, I mean, unless not, they're ridiculous enough that I can, like, all right, this is just entertainment. Yeah, like, like NCIS. Like I used to love NCIS because it was just ridiculous enough that I'm like, they're not trying to be real. But then there's something like The Rookie, and I like, I like Nathan Fillion, but it's way too much like 
y'all are trying to be, make this look like actual cop shit, and then you're just doing it wrong, and that annoys me. <laughs> there is not enough paperwork. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your tactics are shit. Who's your fucking technical advisor? <laughs> That's not how any of this works. No one clears a house by themselves. <laughs> Going in. <laughs> Cover me. Oh, yeah. It's like every time you see somebody like rack their slide before they go into a house, I'm like, no one who carries a gun for a living carries an unloaded gun, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> I'm a fucking civilian and I still carry you know, <laughs> yeah, one in the exactly. chamber. Like, uh, or they, or they, they pull the, the hammer. The only time back. there isn't one in the chamber is if, you know, I'm handing my gun to somebody else to check out or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> The four universal firearms kind of treat every gun as it loaded because it fucking usually is. <laughs> Watch those damn reels of people like taking guns. Oh no no it's fine it's unloaded. Pam like fucking dumbass. Yeah. Like there is no such thing as a. Uh... Got ash on my phone. <laughs> uh oh. Accidental discharge. It's all negligence. Yeah. You done fucked up, boy. Uh, so yeah, we got uh, a cast of new characters this time around. We got uh, Neely, which we... Uh, she was in season one, but now we get uh, introduced to you know, other members of the team. Uh, we've got... Uh, 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 you got Swan? Yeah, Swan, which... Yeah. Never really got to meet him. Uh, <laughs> All right, um, he he was in parts. Yeah, parts. Literally, <laughs> we'll get we'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, the uh, what the fuck is his? Uh, uh, yeah, I got Jorge Sanchez and Manuel Orzco, Tony Swan, uh, Lowry. Uh, which uh, yo, I'm Michael Lowry. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, not that Lowry. Oh. Uh, but uh, O'Donnell, yeah, that's the guy I was trying to think. Of. And uh, and Dixon, I like O'Donnell. He's kind of like the the like uh, sm- smart ass guy, and he's like he always carries like fucking brass knuckles and a switchblade. He's like the and, and he's like the the biggest like womanizer in the unit. And then now he's like fucking full on domesticated, got a wife and a couple kids and shit. And like Reacher's just like gives him shit the whole time. <laughs> like, dude, you were like the scumbag of the unit, and you're like the the nice family man now. It's fucking weird. But I like when they when he when he shows up and joins the team because you know at first you know him and Neely are trying to call the the guys and no one's answering the phones so they're assuming you know most of the team's been taken out and then he shows up and he's like yeah wife had me on a on a fucking unplugged weekend where we you know we get a cabin in the woods with no no internet no cell phones and and uh, so I, I didn't get your messages till we got back and he's like kind of pissed off about this whole uh, you know whole Lowry, you know, homeboy getting tossed out of a helicopter. So, uh, who are we going to kill about it, sir? <laughs> I was like the way, but like, yeah, who, who are we going to go kill about it? And they proceed to fuck some people up. I mean, and I like, I like Reacher's like fighting styles. He's a big son of a bitch. And he just like, that. I, I, I like the in close, uh, CQB fighting style. It's kind of, kind of how I play it. I'm like, I'm not fast enough to throw fancy kicks, but you get me like within punching range and like, we're going to throw some knees and elbows and fuck some shit up. 
I don't know. It's seeing what Reddit had to say about the season. <laughs> it's it's all of Reddit. Like I don't use Reddit very much. But all it seems like is it's just a place where people go and bitch. Yeah, it's basically like TikTok in written form. <laughs> like, I'll be looking at like sim racing shit, and I'm like, what the, f-? like, how does it devolve to this? Like, every fucking thread. <laughs> like, what? Hey, you follow any thread long enough, it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna turn to shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I try to limit my. Uh places i go on social media i'm like reddit's just i got too many now I'm like i my bandwidth is not wide enough i cannot fall down the fucking reddit rabbit hole i mean every once in a while if i need like some kind of specific information i can find a go on there and find a thread about what i'm looking for you know but yeah otherwise i'm like yeah i'm just i'm staying this this seems like a large hole that i'm going to stay the fuck out of <laughs> well i was in it for like you know several different cigar groups and that sort and then like like rachel's like what do you have? Why do you have all these NFSW posts? And I'm like, because it's all cigars. (laughs) (laughs) Is that that a new rule of the internet? You follow a Reddit Reddit thread long enough, you're going to hit porn? (laughs) Pretty much, I guess. I don't know. All right. That's a good place to bet. How many posts before this turns to porn? (laughs) Three. All right. (laughs) New record. It's like how many licks does it take to get the center of a Tootsie uh, Pop? Whoa. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> and then we became porn. <laughs> God. How long can we record before our episode involves adult entertainment? Approximately 22 and 30 seconds. 30, 22 minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah, it's like some of the more popular like youtubers and stuff I've, I've fallen down a hole listening to like them talk about like algorithms and like yeah you shouldn't use cuss words in the so many minutes and i'm like oh yeah we're we're fucked i don't think we made it through an intro without cussing at least once <laughs> this shit's never getting monetized <laughs> we just gotta do better that's that's it just do better yeah that's, I, not, that's not fun <laughs> like i've slowly i mean we're still still got my training wheels but I'm almost back into this podcast thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm you, here on time, and I have a cigar now. Yeah, like, you're not uh, uh, sucking on your fruity robot uh, <laughs> thing there. <laughs> is that a refillable one like the others, or is that like a disposable? Uh... No, it's disposable. It, it's like 10,000 hits, and <laughs> I, I just, it's so lightweight, and... Just I don't have to worry about anything breaking. It's your, it's your lightweight EDC. You have yeah. your you have your big gun for like when you want to sm- you know you know more serious smoking. And then you got your 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 backup gun. But you know, <laughs> or in the, this case, your backup. I, I like the other one because I mean, dude, it just felt really really good in the palm of the hands, and it had enough weight that if I needed a bludgeoning device, it's there. Oh, like, you know what we you need? We know a couple. We know enough guys that make uh, custom Kydex. Get you a holster for your vape. <laughs> He's like an outside the waistband, like fucking vape holster. <laughs> no, I'm sure on point would make one. <laughs> hey Chuck, got a new one for you. Yeah. Uh, now for something completely different. <laughs> I mean, Gearcraft, dude, to... that would be almost the fucking equivalent of the damn man purse. <laughs> well, Gearcraft used to make those uh, dip can Kydex holsters. <laughs> 
Why not a vape holster? I mean, I made a cigar tube, I mean, like, leather holster for... <laughs> there's just certain lines that... Oh, God, I can't reach. Ah. Uh... <laughs> oh. Just see it now, my, my fucking harness at work, and I got a goddamn, like... Is that a fucking holster on your harness? <laughs> You got like a bandolier where you're like your fucking tool belt and there's like a just a <laughs> vape pouch. <laughs> like we see those like cool like leather harnesses at uh like steampunk stuff that has like your tea dueling set or or gambling set. Yeah, you get like one of those like little like slashes and fucking like a fucking bandolier, your vape juices and whatnot. <laughs> that's uh, that's just almost too much, man. Almost too much. So I'm going to have to get for that hand cannon when I get it. I'm just going to be like a fucking one of those chest holsters. <laughs> so I wear it on my belt. It'll drag the ground because it's fucking giant. Oh. So yeah, rabbit holes. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do they try to focus too much on the, like, I, I kind of feel like people are wanting this series to be a lot more serious than, than what it what it really is. Like, I think the action changed from season one to season two a bit. Yeah, season one seemed a lot bloodier. I mean, there was still, like, some good kills and shit, but, I mean, season one had a guy, like, fucking crucified against the wall with his dick hanging out, and, <laughs> I mean, it was just kind of gross at times but uh yeah they yeah, toned down the, the the gore a little bit for this season it was more like an, an investigation uh show which i don't mind it was like I said, it was different it wasn't just like oh season one worked let's do a complete like rehash of what we did i like i like that it it changed and you know we see that in the jack card books each book is a little different from the last it's not it's not all the terminal list it's you know it, it the character progresses and we get like some different views along the way and I'm I'm assuming season three will get more of a solo story but I kind of like the whole group dynamic and I like the flashbacks to his time with the unit and the army and stuff like showing kind of where they all came from you know and and, and like you know like his team building exercise he's like all right I got all these people from these different backgrounds I got to like I got to give them some some shared trauma to see if they can work together. So we're going to go to a bar that I know someone's going to get pissed off at and like start a fight just so I can see if this team can, you know, band together. together. Yeah. And you know, fucking, and, uh, you know, Neely's like, so, uh, like, why didn't you just let me leave the bar? He's like, well, I, he's like, you, you knew we were going to fight. He's like, well, no, I knew that on Thursdays or whatever, this unit drinks there. I know they're stickler for the rules and I know they're assholes, but what I, but what I also know is now that these guys can all work together. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, just got to throw them in the fire and, and give them something to, to, to bond them together. Uh, yeah, I kind of liked his, uh, his methodology. Apparently no Zeppelin. Are scared. Yeah. He's like, I only do like, uh, Fucking crocodile rock and <laughs> nothing too heavy. 
<laughs> oh, some of that dad rock. <laughs> or was it yacht rock? That's... Dude, some, uh... we're, we're almost in the era of grandpa's rock. <laughs> like... I don't know. I think we've already said it, but like I hear Ozzy on classic rock stations. Now. Oh yeah, it's like hell. You turn on like classic, and you think I'm thinking when we listen to like Credence and and shit that I grew up, you know, '70s rock that I grew up from my dad. No, it's like shit from the '90s. I'm like, God damn it, I'm old now. <laughs> my music should not be on the fucking oldie station. <laughs> Oh, now I have to go to the the really really oldies station to like hear shit from the seventies. That's like you you get on Sirius and it's like music from the nineteen twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, and eighties. I don't know. Eighties was kind of a dark time, <laughs> except for the hair metal. Is it all a haze? Oh, <laughs> uh, and then you got the bands that want to be eighties bands. Which is funny, like, uh, I kind of felt young because I went to a concert. It was a you know, 80s cover band. And apparently, like, downstairs, they had, like, a hip-hop club. And, like, the bouncer kept like, hey, y'all can go down to the, the hip-hop club now. I'm like, no, dude, we actually came for the fucking 80s cover band. Like, I know we're the youngest people in this audience because everyone else, like, had, you know, gray hair and and looked, you know, 15 years that older than me. 37 but... Main Buford. Like, you go downstairs, there'll be, like, 10 people down there. <laughs> yeah. Like no no seriously we're we here for the, a, we're here uh, for the Bon Jovi cover band we're not uh, we're not here for the hip hop group. I don't know we just went there to eat and you know band came out and the band was pretty decent my buddy's like yeah they got a DJ and stuff set up downstairs and we walked downstairs and we're like three of seven people <laughs> I'm like yeah we never ventured downstairs so I have like, no idea what it looked like down there I was like ah oh, this is and the bad thing is. As the crowd didn't really get younger, it was still like <laughs> sixty and seventy year old dudes expecting to see you know some girl shaking her ass, but it's still sixty and seventy year old dudes. Yeah, the night <laughs> we were there, it, it was literally a dude on oxygen, like fucking rocking out to the Bon Jovi uh, cover band. <laughs> oh, I was just like, come here to feel young. <laughs> Back in my day, we didn't breathe oxygen. <laughs> yeah, but speaking of Swan and his parts, <laughs> you know, when they start, they kind of stumble into, you know, figuring out what's actually going on and that this new age uh, uh, is the bad guys. They find out Swan's like their security consultant. And, you know, everything keeps pointing to, like, maybe he's the one behind all this or at least complacent. And he's like, there's no way. There's, there's like, you know, he's got to be dead. You know, there's no way that, you know, I don't care what the, what the evidence says, assumptions, you know, kill like, no, like and even the rest of the team starts to be like, I don't know. Swan may be in on this. Uh, but Reacher's like steadfast, like, nope, can't be. It's, it's not him. And then they find out that like, you know, they're like, yeah, we needed a fall guy, but I didn't need all of him to like, I just needed his eyeball and his thumb to like, you know, sign off on all these things and you know he's basically got like a fucking jar of swan yeah just just an eyeball just a thumb it's all you need oh, just need his digital 
fingerprint it's kind of weird. Nice like you would think that like it would require like uh something thermal to be like mm. you know like, like i think you I know think... when your hands get cold yeah and you know shit on your phone doesn't respond the way it normally would like oh yeah we've got like a kind of like a time clock uh at the gym where when we come for classes we register because you know your advancement you got to be at certain it's how they track like how many classes you're coming to and if it's like during the winter, like I come in from outside and it won't read my fucking finger on the touch screen. I'm like, I gotta like stick my hand in my pocket and warm my finger up before I can actually like log in and real fingerprint scanners that, yeah, they, they actually detect if it's a live thumb or not. You got to have like heat and, and blood. I think, uh, whatever, but do you, I think Mythbusters like did that where they tried to like lift a print and yeah, but just putting like a fake finger on it wouldn't work. They had to actually like basically put it over their own finger. So it would read like that heat and like, you know, I guess whatever blood pumping and shit. But yeah, if you had like a thumb sock, <laughs> you could actually, you know, trick one of those thumbprint scanners. But yeah, I don't know how like the eyeball thing, cause I would think like your eye would start decomposing. So I'm not sure how long, like a retinal scanner would actually work with a, severed eyeball i mean it worked for demolition man but yeah i guess that's more hollywood bullshit i don't know if the real world uh <laughs> retinal scanners would uh <laughs> would still pick that up well go get a spoon out of the kitchen and <laughs> we'll start digging now you gotta get one of those melon ballers <laughs> it's like a little tiny ice cream scoop mm. that's that's the best way to rip out an eyeball or a uh a shot back <laughs> or a golf ball launcher apparently uh <laughs> I forgot. What did they do in Salt 10? It was a shop vac with a vacuum. Yes. <laughs> Dude got his eyeballs sucked out. Oh. Yeah, I like the. Did you like the fact that Reacher gets the girl? Well, he, he, he banged that, you know, lady cop last season. But yeah. Forgot. I like the lady that plays. Uh, played Dixon. She was, she was a cool character. She was, uh, cause she was in, um, uh, the Inhumans, the Marvel series. She played, uh, the lady with the long hair. It's one of those things like, I don't recognize her until like, I'm like, she's kind of hot. Like, where do I know her from? And then I find like, like, Oh yeah. She's been in like, you with the hair. I remember (laughs) she's been in things I've seen. I I did not realize that. (laughs) things you've seen involving a black leather couch <laughs> no not those things nope it wasn't the uh the only fans uh... that's kind of thing anytime like there's an attractive person on like instagram or a lot of tiktok shit ends up on facebook and then it ends up in my fucking feed for some reason i'm like all right this lady's hot funny 10 bucks says she's got an only fans i'm like yep <laughs> <laughs> Hell, even like some of the like musicians and shit now that I follow on Instagram, I'm like, oh, yep, they've also got an OnlyFans. <laughs> They're fans. <laughs> I know. Fans of music, fans of art, fans of you know. I know. Uh, there's a guy telling me he's like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start an OnlyFans, but it's just gonna be me doing cooking videos, and it's gonna be called OnlyPans. Brilliant. 
a place for just for recipes. Because <laughs> I've learned that's pretty much what people do on TikTok is the younger generation uses it for their stupid ass trends. Everybody else is just using it for recipes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, it remind me after we get, it's not interesting enough for the podcast, but I got a funny, uh, dumb TikTok trend, uh, story to tell you. <laughs> Did you throw a slushie at your car? No. Did you eat a Tide Pod? No. But Amanda wanted me to participate in one of one of her, and she regretted it. <laughs> That's why we can't have nice things. <laughs> Is there a creepy doll trend I don't know about? <laughs> Shit, there's probably a shitload of trends I don't know about. Oh. No, apparently there's a trend where people that have tall boyfriends take pictures from like their boyfriend's husband's perspective so they can see how they look to them. So she wanted me to hold the camera up at my eye level and take a shot down. So it was all boob. No, it's just the fact that she like, you know, looked super small in the photo where she was like at beard height and she's like, I didn't realize I was that small. Delete that photo. I'm like, Oh no, this isn't going to be my lock screen now. I'm going to like every once in a while. Just to piss her off, I'll like I save that. I'll just text her that photo and go small. She's like, "God damn it, I'm gonna punch you!" <laughs> I'm like, "You can't reach." <laughs> that would be me. Like, all right, here's my perspective. It's all boob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I have seen the mountains. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like when they finally get uh, dude gets they get caught by the the evil corporation and you know Reacher walks in there and they're like yeah we're gonna put y'all in the helicopter now and they kick everybody's ass and he finally gets a hold of like the main guy and he's like you'll never know where you know the missiles are if you throw and he's like you assume I need you for that information you know <laughs> chunks his ass out the guy and they're like hey pilot where the fuck was he flying. <laughs> Or do you want to get tossed out and see if we can figure out how to fly this thing? Oh, yeah, I'll show you exactly where we're going. <laughs> I think for me, probably, like, one of the, the funniest things is when he rolls up on the drug dealers. And it's like, I'm going to take your cash and your stash. And he starts, you know, donating to charity and shit. And then, like, comes back, like, you know, a couple of days later. You fuckers didn't learn the first time. <laughs> yeah. Go get a real job. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, all right things are turning turning deadly like i'm gonna need to get a gun so he goes to, like the local church he's like hey my brother's missing uh, i'm assuming he's uh you know where, where would someone go to score around here you've got like an outreach program he's like yeah you know it's probably these guys here so he just rolls up and just fucking like hits dude with the door and like gets out kicks the shit out of him like he's like all right cool you've got guns i'm gonna throw your drugs in the and i'm also gonna take your money and then goes back to the church like yeah here for the outreach program and then later on like Hey, we need some drugs to like frame this guy. And the same idiots, like they see the truck pull up, and they're like, "Oh fuck!" Like they all start running. So, yeah, homeboy's not uh, not fast enough and <laughs> gets fucked up again. It's like, dude, y'all y'all should pick a different another street corner. <laughs> Problem is, they didn't even have a corner. They were just there in the middle of the sidewalk. That was that was the first mistake. <laughs> yeah. Everybody do, knows you got to have a corner. If you're gonna do shady shit, you need to do that shit like you know. In a Somewhere corner. <laughs> With an alley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, and we, we haven't even talked about uh, the uh, almost stereotypical uh, uh, New York cop uh, 
whatever, Russo, who is the NYPD homicide detective that's uh, investigating the case. I thought they did a good job with his character. Like, yeah. trying to keep him on the fence on, oh, is he on the take? Is he not on the take? Is he, you know good guy is he you know involved with new age like <laughs> yeah when they first like you know like, they notice him following him and Reacher just walks up and like kicks his fucking car and sets off the airbag and like beats the hell out of him and then he's like oh shit that was a cop <laughs> but then he turns out to be like a good guy and like when you know when you know assassins try to attack him at uh at one of their friends like funerals he, like his first instinct is like he goes and protects the the family while you know Reacher and them go fuck dudes up and then he's like all right like I saw you like protect the kids like you're you're actually a good dude we're gonna like kind of bring y'all in and they keep going off you know fucking murking dudes and he's like all right your favorite fucking line is like no more cowboy shit like if you're gonna do anything you call me first yeah sure and as soon as he leaves all right guys settle up we're gonna do a shitload of cowboy shit. <laughs> But they, they didn't even go to the rodeo. <laughs> they did stab a guy to death with a fucking concrete uh, shovel, dowel, whatever you call those little fucking spades there. Maybe that's what they're called. Bricklayers will know. <laughs> a little triangular shovel <laughs> used for smoothing concrete. Are you into masonry? <laughs> he, like, he fucking chokes out that one dude, just like buries his face in the concrete, and she's like, damn, Reacher, when I was a kid, we just put our handprints in the cement. <laughs> He's like, I'm making stone angels. <laughs> <laughs> so we got dead dudes here. What do we do with them? I got an idea. That's what the Punisher did with them. The final season, the last season of the Punisher is like, well, we're pouring a foundation. Let's go ahead and give me uh, half of these motherfuckers. doesn't seem to be passing its compaction test. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. No, uh, there's, a, there's a bubble in here yeah. uh, for some reason. Why did this building fall down? Because, well, the foundation had some... Couple uh <laughs> Turns out bone is not harder than concrete. <laughs> Especially when the flesh, you know, eventually I don't know. It takes air to decompose. I wonder if a body in concrete would eventually decompose. Or would the acidity of the concrete like dissolve the 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 body eventually? Mythbusters. <laughs> Adam, I have a proposition. <laughs> Do bodies decompose in concrete, <laughs> or or does it make concrete less structurally sound if you dump a couple bodies in a <laughs> in a load bearing wall? So now we got to get some ballistics gel and some bone <laughs> for science. For science, that'll get us some YouTube clicks. <laughs> we got some some caller from New York. Hey, you guys, uh, <laughs> this is Louie, yeah, got... up in New York. I, I saw your compaction test. Uh, you guys are on to something. Uh, I got a little job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, wrong number? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The other thing is, like, uh, I've got... My goal has been, like, video... You know, we have the two podcast videos a month. I'd like on the the off weeks where we don't podcast to do some kind of non podcast video. And I've got a couple guns lined up that I was going to do reviews on. It's been cold as fuck in Georgia. So it's like, I got to come up with some video ideas that don't require me going to the range right now because it is either cold or rainy. Like you every just goddamn get day. Warmer clothes. 
It's like the microphone That's... picks up the chattering of my teeth when I can't feel my hand. It's hard to do tack reloads when I can't feel my hands. You've got the wrong equipment. <laughs> so, yeah, look look out for some non-shooting videos coming up because I don't, uh, I gotta wait till spring before I do more gun videos. <laughs> or you just need to man the fuck up. Do a whole video about, you know, fucking training in, like, heavy winter gear. Like, can you get your gun out and manipulate your gun if you're wearing, like, three layers of clothing and gloves? With the right equipment? Anything's possible. <laughs> you should be able to manipulate your gun and such without hands. I've done that. We shot guns with pencils at, uh, one class. <laughs> That's why you always carry a pen or pencil. I also did like some pinky. Like, shoot the gun with anything except for your trigger finger. So it's like fucking pinky shooting. <laughs> Over there trying to grab it with your tongue. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, we meant your other fingers, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> That's a new kind of kink. <laughs> you do you, homie. <laughs> <laughs> Wiggle your big toe. Boom! I did it! <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. That's the weird mental... Because <laughs> I've seen those people that don't have arms and they can, like, comb their hair and do all kind of... Fucking drive cars with their feet and shit. I want to see, like, armless range days. See if somebody can, like, actually, like... <laughs> foot shoot. <laughs> no, you don't. Because, like... There's an armless guitarist, so he only plays guitar with his feet. And I'm like... Just, I just quit. <laughs> Dude, it's still better than me. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> like, I don't even have a handicap, and, you know. At least not a physical one. <laughs> We're both kind of fucked in the head. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. There's no kind of... I feel like we had a lot of banter. Uh, yeah is this what happens when we don't hang out in between recordings yeah pretty much then we're like just fucking bullshit which hell that's half what podcasting is uh if we can entertain ourselves maybe we can entertain the people all right so we have like 10 minutes left of this segment so um well when they finally track down homeboy that you know with his his fucking initials shows up to the meet and like they're like cool we shot your driver, like, uh, what's up with the whole, like, stealing the missiles thing? He's like, oh, yeah, I, it was just a business thing. I, I didn't, uh, kill your friends. Yeah, you kinda. But we're not gonna let you kill other people either, so we're just gonna, like, you know, fucking murk you, dude. And you got the shady, uh, senator who apparently authorized all this shit, and he's like, yeah, you know, I just wanted to make some money. I didn't know they were gonna sell to terrorists, so... Any way I can help y'all out to like make this go away, you know, do it. So like, all right, cool. We need your your fucking bodyguards because they're all rangers and seals. And you know, sure enough, they come in and help them like merc everybody. And they they tell like the pilot and like the scientist that was telling them how this. They're like, eh, y'all aren't that bad. You know, go ahead, y'all can leave. And as soon as they like get in the helicopter, he's like fucking breaks out the uh, I mean, the rocket my, my launcher. My problem and like, is oh, like, shit, it does work. <laughs> if, if I'm in that situation and I'm like, hmm, you've got a Certified missile launcher. You have our missiles, and you're telling me to get in that helicopter and fly <laughs> yeah. away. Guess what? 
I'd be like, no, I'm, I'm just going to walk. Zigzag, <laughs> <laughs> uh, zigzag. <laughs> but then, like, you know, of course, the, the bodyguards guys, like, pull their guns on them. And they're, and they're like, just completely non... They're like, yeah, yeah, I didn't think y'all would... Uh, I figured y'all would betray us before we you know, blew up the helicopter. Like, y'all just kind of wanted to see us uh, blow up a helicopter, didn't y'all? <laughs> they're like, yeah, saves us from killing those dudes, uh, so... Yeah, the center doesn't want any any witnesses. And then like, yeah, but by the way, we didn't call y'all first. We also called fucking Homeland Security, and they'll be here right about now. So y'all can put your guns down uh, and, and go to jail. And then, you know, you know, oh yeah, calls up, like, here's your boss. And like, yeah, they hear the raid going on in the phone. Like, yeah, fuck all you people that are involved in this shit. <laughs> and then the, the cops are like, so where's the money? Because they were... I think it was like $65 million that they were selling this shit for. And then he's like, what money? And then, you know, they're like, all right, you know, let's let the homeless guy that doesn't uh, care about money distribute the money. So he like, he fucking, you know, gives a bunch of money to like his buddies that died, his families, uh, even the, uh, the nieces and nephews of, uh, of uh, Russo who, who got killed trying to protect one of the witnesses, uh, you know, and then, you know, fucking took you know neely was wanting to get uh like around the clock nurses for her ailing father and he had, he had set that up and and dixon was wanting to start her own company he's like i've already made a fully funded llc so you can have your business and o'donnell's like you know so what what am i getting boss he's like not a goddamn thing but check the credit union down the street both your kids are like you know got a fairly fairly big college fund set aside and they're like what are you doing boss he's like need another toothbrush assholes broke my toothbrush <laughs> and then fucking dixon is like you know i bought you a toothbrush and now maybe you can use some of that money for yourself and he's like all right fine i'll, I'll buy like a, a year-long bus pass so i can just kind of travel wherever the fuck i want and they're like and give the rest to like charities and shit and he's yeah he's like he's like the fucking violent hippie nomad he's like, i'm just gonna just travel yeah, the world and watch baseball games he's violent and- santa claus <laughs> Not to be confused with Violent Night. And as like we said earlier, apparently I've already greenlit season three, and this one's going to be based off the Persuader novel, which maybe by that time I'll get around to reading some of these novels before the next one comes out. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to uh, check out more of this book series. Yeah, i got at least four months for another Jack Carr book hit, so I can probably read one or two of these things uh, before I go back to... Uh, uh, to the Jack Car uh, series. Yeah, see, some of us still commute, so. <laughs> well, the thing is, I... You don't commute. I don't commute, but then also, I used to have a lot more downtime when I was working. Like, now, I like I don't have time to do things while I'm working, so it's like... I'm reading less books than I used to, because I have to do everything during non-work hours. <laughs> but yeah, I still don't have, at least I don't have the commute time, so it's... I still have a little bit more time in my day than you do, but eh, you could always do the, cause I'm more of a, like a, a hardback reader. Cause I like having physical media just to show that like you, you look at all my bookshelves was I need to buy another bookshelf cause they're all full, but I don't know. There's something about having that thing on the shelf to say, Hey, look, I accomplished that thing, yeah, but uh, you do a lot of the audio books. So you could yeah. probably, you know, burn through this series quicker than I could just, you know, the, the thing with the audio books is I like, you know, some of the, the additional production, you know, it's not just a person reading. Oftentimes, yeah, because some of them do them like an actual like radio play yes. with like sound effects and different voices and. But, you know, by and large, like, 
you know, I'm on the fucking road, like, I'm not really taking a whole lot of shit with me. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm past the point of, oh, I gotta, I gotta pack a lot of shit, because I'm gonna be gone a while, I'm gonna be like, what do I need for the necessities, because I don't feel like carrying a fucking thing. <laughs> which, uh, one of the books I, uh, just read, which I thought was funny, because I heard about the audiobook, um, is, uh, Prepared by Mike Glover. It's like a book on preparedness. But Jack Carr does the foreword. So when Glover did the audiobook, you know, he read his book, but that foreword that was done by Jack Carr, he got the guy who vo- voices Reese in the Terminal List audiobooks to do Jack Carr's voice for the foreword. <laughs> oh, that's pretty awesome. But I don't know. You know, I I, I can appreciate stuff like this, like giving me... You know, an awareness of a thing that's like, hey, I didn't wear, realize there were 20 years worth of books before now. We got a lot of books. <laughs> uh, so apparently the Persuader book, uh, the, the quick summary of that one is, Walking along the street, Reacher sees Francis Xavier Quinn, a man who should be dead, as he was, was responsible for the murder of two of Reacher's colleagues ten years ago. Now a chance encounter outside of Boston Symphony Hall shows Reacher that Quinn got away with murder. Reacher teams up with the DEA to penetrate a smuggling ring in order to get back at Quinn. So that's... So we'll, we'll be getting Boston now. So that's why we don't find any cool shady shit, because we don't go to sympathy... Or sympathies. <laughs> Symphonies? Yeah, we got to you know, broaden our cultural uh, perspective, and then maybe we can find some shady shit. You know? I mean, damn, like... Apparently, people like to party, you know, before they, you know, go to a Oh, yeah, I forgot about the, the, the fucking when they tried to, like, Fucking you know. Senator's son, like, <laughs> yeah, get her all dolled up and uh, ask if he wants to party. <laughs> Let's go do some cocaine in your car. Oh, the cops are here. And you're you're all, all coked out, you know, doing a little Biden action. <laughs> it's not mine. Is that your nose? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not my cocaine with, like, fucking powder in his nostril. Yeah, sure it is. Uh, so what do you think of this, uh, here's Cigar, as we, uh, we as we bring this in for a landing? Um, it's good, you know. I haven't smoked too many Ashton cigars, but I've smoked a shitload of my father's stuff. Yeah. But, you know. This... The Ashton stuff tends to be a little bit milder for my, my palate, with, which the my father, they're not what I'd call strong, but they're definitely bold. I'll give them that. Like, you know, this is a wonderful, you know, Nicaraguan blend. Um, you know, nice oily wrapper. I, I feel like it's, you know, at a good price point for what it is. I mean, it's, I do like the Habano wrapper. Like it's got, I've been smoking a lot of complexity, good, a lot of San Andreas lately, but, when I when I get a hold of Habano, it's got that nice like just pepperiness to it, uh, which it's not like super super peppery, but yeah, I like that just that little that little touch of spice. It uh, it makes it interesting. But you know, this is a this is definitely a cigar that as you as you smoke through it, you know, it starts off full flavor and then kind of you know tapers down the more you smoke like i you know i like that complexity you know that's a good 
Yeah, gives you, know, you a good build up, up front and, and then you know catches your you attention down. and then just kind of smooths out as you as you go and brings you into a nice a nice uh conclusion. <laughs> kind of like this series. You know, hit you with some crazy shit up front and then brings you into a nice a nice uh, uh rap at the end. <laughs> so do you see Reacher and Dixon settling down? If anybody could do it, it would probably be her, because, like, yeah, it was like... But then, like, you know, they, they get it on one last time before they before they <laughs> leave, and she's like, we all knew this was just uh, handling some old business, uh, that, you know, because, you know, they had apparently flirted with each other when they were in the army, but he's like, it was it was inappropriate, like, I was your boss, I couldn't do it, and she's like, well, you're not my boss now. Let's get it on. But, you know, that final episode, she's like, oh, come with me, <laughs> start a life anew. He's like, no, nah, I'm going to get on my bus and roam, for I'm the wandering man. <laughs> oh, shit, she's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be the twist on season three. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, you're you're a daddy. Because even uh, Neely was like, hey, like, uh, this has kind of taught me, like, I'm, I'm not cool with that not hearing, you, hearing from you for, like, a year at a time. So you need to start checking in, motherfucker, because, you know, we're family, we're not just a, a team, like. Fucking, you know, no more, you know, being off the grid until there's some kind of emergency. Like, fucking check in, asshole. <laughs> so maybe he'll learn to be a little more uh I want you on my social. Christmas card list. <laughs> maybe he'll learn to be a little more uh, social as the uh, as the <laughs> series goes on. Only time will tell. That's all we got for you on Reacher. Uh, like, comment, and subscribe. And we'll be right back with some science. Lonely shadows following me Lonely ghosts come a-crawling Lonely voices talking to me Now I'm gone, now I'm gone, now I'm gone Am I Welcome back. It's time for some science. This yeah, is science. This that part where I like get educated. Yeah, maybe. Most of it's just me talking shit about stuff I read on the internet. <laughs> First up, we've got uh, a battery powered by blood. Oh, vampiric batteries. It's found. This is like the most metal uh, battery. Uh, I've found. Yes, a new prototype is powered by hemoglobin. Uh, Scientists at the University of Cordoba in Spain have come up with a way of incorporating hemoglobin, uh, the key component in red blood cells, into a battery, creating a prototype that kept working between 20 and 30 days. That's kind of cool. Yeah. 
zinc air batteries are uh, one of the most sustainable alternatives to the lithium-ion batteries that we are currently using that powers, you know, electric vehicles, laptops, cell phones, all that shit. Uh, they work via a chemical reaction uh, called oxygen reduction reaction, which basically air is pulled into the battery, oxygen is reduced to water at a cathode, uh, and releases electrodes that oxidize zinc and you know, at the negative end of the battery. Uh, to keep the reaction going, you need a catalyst. Uh, like I said, lithium in the in the other battery. Well, uh, you know, in this new kind of experimental battery, they uh, used a, a protein in hemoglobin as the reactionary component. Uh, and it, you know, was able to keep this battery going for, you know, 30 days with just a small little bit of... Uh, uh, blood cells. <laughs> How crazy is it? Like you see a battery start getting oxidized, you know, like now we're literally going to have, Oh yeah, bro. Your bra- battery's bleeding. <laughs> like we're going to have battery tourniquets, bro. <laughs> well, there's or, saying... or be like, uh, my battery needs a transfusion. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're saying the, you know, kind of the, uh, possible use of this, what they're calling the, um, biocompatible catalyst is stuff that would, uh, like medical devices that have to be implanted inside the body, such as peacemaker, peacemakers, pacemakers. <laughs> Did you, know, you want to dance? Yeah. So yeah, some are like kind of like uh, for diabetics, the internal insulin pumps, shit like that, that, uh, that has to exist inside the body. If they could use your blood to kind of Keep power these things, then you don't have to worry about charging them or going through surgery to replace a, a battery at some point. Just got to hope it never gets clogged <laughs> or, you know, fucking the matrix yeah it's true i guess we can't can be used as batteries <laughs> <laughs> fuck did we just like you know and in every science fiction know that there's probably a science in there somewhere that led that to that idea <laughs> but speaking of medical devices being implanted people uh elon musk's uh neuralink uh has been implanted in the first uh First, has implanted their first brain chip into a human subject. Dun, dun, dun. I don't even know, like, what, you could just scroll X, like, at any given moment through through thought, because you're neural linked? Yeah, that's basically the thing, is you're going to be able to, like, it's a brain computer interface that allows you basically to control devices using only your mind or like, you know, surf, you know, I guess you can't like, you know, surf the net in your head, but you could control <laughs> you your computer. You can't see what I see. <laughs> with, I mean, that's gotta be the next, cause we've already got like, you know, heads up display glasses and shit that we can look at the internet. Now, now if we don't have to do any kind of physical control, we can just kind of scroll by thought or, you know, Oh man, my Google search here would be real bad if it was just like hardwired into my brain. Where it's like, because I think about random shit all the time. My fucking Google would just like, be like ah, popping ah, up shit no, all the no, time. No, 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 no. <laughs> Close. <laughs> but they're saying this first test subject uh, is recovering well, and uh, there are promising results uh, as neuron spike detection, as they say. So we will see uh, if this gets turned into some kind of Bond villain plot where it's used to. Uh, control humanity by implanting a uh, control crypt trips in their brain. Yeah. 
we'll eventually get a you know whole order 66 going on we'll see how that you know brain implants worked for the clones oh god and welcome to a whole new wo wave of networking yeah we don't have to worry about building terminators when they start turning our, us into terminators <laughs> time to get chipped probably already have been there's probably all kinds of nanos floating around in us <laughs> yeah we've all been hardwired especially you know the aliens and her bike groups getting probed and implanted why is it always the butt <laughs> less scar tissue i don't know i mean if they implant a chip under your skin you might you know see a little scar but if they stick something up your butt how often do you see up your butt Hmm? I don't know. Maybe aliens really, you know, are into boofing or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe there's this one, like, fucking fecophiliac alien running around. Like, the other aliens are like, oh, God damn it, Pete. Quit sticking things in people's buttholes. <laughs> it's, it's like we think all aliens are, like, you know, sticking things in people's buttholes. And it's just, like, one random alien who's just kind of a bit of a pervert. <laughs> flying around in an intergalactic rape van. Yeah. Surprise! <laughs> Sticking things in people's buttholes. Like, you are not allowed in this solar system anymore. Go find a different one. <laughs> it's like E.T. with the glowing finger, but it's like, gonna put this in your butt. <laughs> uh. You know, sometimes you wake up and you got like a leg cramp or something. It's like, you just got butt probed and you just don't know it. <laughs> woke up my ass is sore for some reason. <laughs> Goddamn aliens. Fucking intergalactic Steve. <laughs> oh, now there's more than one. Oh God. Oh, <laughs> uh, so uh, on to like more happy news. New study says you should jerk off like twenty times a month, uh, according to science. Twenty-one times, just you know, twenty, twenty for, and then one to grow on. I guess. What do you What do you do for the other days? <laughs> yeah, I was like, a month. I'm like, fuck. That's like a yeah day. Like, okay, this is, those are rookie numbers. You get those numbers way up. You only jerk off twenty-one <laughs> times a month. Is this, is this one of those things where, like, you know, too much, you start losing the effect, and, you know, like, <laughs> like so, yeah. you, you know, you get diminishing returns? Uh, yeah, researchers at Harvard University released a recent study published in European Urology that suggests that men who climax 21 times or more per month, so yeah, you can do it more than that, uh, may reduce the chances of prostate cancer by up to a third. The study consisted of a questionnaire given to 31,000 men over the age of 18 with ejaculation frequency determined years before questionnaire distribution at the age of between 25 and 29, as well as 40 through 49. The study appears that the dudes who were jerking off more significantly reduced chances of getting prostate cancer. So jerk off for your health or boredom or you know, whatever your reason. I mean... Is it just a climax? Like, can I involve, you know, a partner in that? Like, <laughs> I, I mean, it, it says climax, but for some reason this study says, you know, I, I guess they figure, like, dudes who aren't getting laid 21 times a month are more likely to, you know, at least jerk off. <laughs> so however you get your 21 times a month, go for it. This is for my health. <laughs> you know, it says you also should have a healthy diet and exercise and get regular checkups, but... Jerking it is also 
helpful in uh, in that regard. But you can't just jerk off and hope to stay healthy. You got to you know, actually do some of the other things too. Ah, now, now, not no. So if you get caught wanking it, I'm just doing it for my health. <laughs> and last but not least, we've we've talked about some of the Jurassic Park movies in the past. Well, if uh, dinosaurs come back, there's one place where you can legally hunt them. Africa? I missed the plains down in Africa. Australia? Actually, it's uh, uh, Vernal, Utah. <laughs> kind of as a... They have a, uh, I guess, a dinosaur land there, and it's a, a place where... I guess they've found a lot of... Uh, of uh, uh, bones. Uh, fossils. Fossils, yes, that's the word I was looking for. Uh, in the past, uh, and kind of as just a tourist thing, they actually passed a uh, a hunting law there where you're you can get a dinosaur hunting license. Uh, apparently, started back in 1951, uh, according to the Museum of Hoaxes. So no one's actually hunted a dinosaur that uh, that we know of. But yeah, if you go to uh, Utah, you can actually file and get a uh, hunting permit for dinosaurs if you just want one for your collection. And there's even like rules and regulations just like a regular uh, uh, hunting license. Uh, The license entitles the holder to hunt, pursue, shoot, kill, and remove from the area known as Dinosaur Control Area of Utah County, Unita County, the following types of reptilian wild game. Uh, you can get one adult uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex per season, uh, one Diplodocus Gigantus, uh, one of either sex. You can only get male uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex, uh, and not less than 5,000 pounds. Uh, you can get two male uh, Stegosauruses of any size, and four Pterodactyls uh, without young. Um, something tells us we need to get big firearms. <laughs> yeah, uh, the city of Vernal is home to the Dinosaur National Monument. Uh, that is kind of weird, though. Like I was, you know, as you're, there was a game series called Dino Crisis. Remember that? Yeah. Like we've had all these it was resident like big game hunter with, but with dinosaurs. You know, we've had Resident Evil remakes and stuff. Why has nobody did a uh, like an updated version of Dino Crisis? Get on that, people. We need we need a new <laughs> a new Dino Crisis, or like you know the the fucking big game hunter games that are in like arcades. Well, you know there was do that, but with like you know fucking you're shooting rappers. Well, there and shit. was a uh, one of the Jurassic Park arcade games. That's, oh yeah, yeah it, it was a, it was a shooter. Dinosaurs, you yeah, know. I remember that one. Seeing that one, that was one of those ones you like sit in and shit with your your Dino gun. So yeah, Dino Crisis uh, update. Get on that. But that's all I got for you this week. We'll be right back with some news. Pardon the interruption. We'll bring you back to your podcast in just a moment. But first, promo for the Cosmic Pizza Podcast. In the Cosmic Pizza Podcast, your pizza delivery guys, Dan, Sean, and Paul, serve you a slice of life. As we discuss literally anything in the universe. Conspiracy theories. Movies that we've liked. Women in comedy, voice actors, film directors and producers, authors. But what we don't talk about is pizzas. Wednesday, I'm here with you people. It's wild. And now it's time for all things nerdy in the nerd news. 
and welcome to Nerd News. Yeah, news! Alright, so first up, uh, we got our Bad Batch trailer. This uh set to release on February, February 21st. 21st. And I've liked the Bad Batch series so far. It's kind of like that old school uh, Clone Wars animated shit, but yeah, just it's like the A-Team, but in Star Wars. Yeah, I mean... I don't know what it is, dude. Like, once again, like, I look at the animation and I'm just like, like, it's right there on the cusp of being like, I almost want it to be live action, but I mean, now it would probably be so fucking expensive. (laughs) Well, now that Dave, you know, Filoni is like head of creative at Lucasfilm, like, he's been slowly like peppering in these guys from like, like, we got live action Cad Bane and fucking uh, Ahsoka, like. The shit that came from the animated world's kind of slowly making the jump to live action. Maybe we'll get a fucking live action uh, Bad Batch movie or the live action Disney Plus series. That'd be kind of badass. Yeah, I mean, you know. Depending where this season ends, they may all die. <laughs> but if, if they're still alive, let's you know throw them out there in some live action shit. I don't know. You're, uh, you know, I did finish uh, three of the Thrawn books. So I've I've slowly, you know, been trying to make my way through, you know, all that is Star Wars, you know, from a book perspective. Yeah, I'm on the second of the uh, Ascendancy series, which is like basically like prequel, prequel. It's like Thrawn when he was still in the Sis Ascendancy, like before he came and joined the Empire. It's like young Adventures of Young Thrawn. <laughs> but I don't know, you know, that's just. There's just so much to go on, you know, and, and and I'm glad that we're, you know, finally getting, you know, some of the other stories just besides, you know, Luke, Leia, and Han, and Kylo, and, and that sort of thing. Uh, one I'd recommend for you is iJedi. That's, that's probably one of my favorite of the, it's no longer canon, but of the, like, Legend series, that's probably one of my favorite books. Um, You played uh, any of the, the new Star Wars games? Uh, not since, uh, whatever the, that new X-Wing Squadrons game. I've not played, uh, whatever it, uh, what the hell is it? Like uh, Fallen Jedi. Jedi. I've been, I've been wanting to get that. I've heard, cause they just came out that second one. I've been wanting to play those. I've just not gotten around to it yet. I need to, I need to up, upgrade my shit and, uh, and play some, uh, cause I've heard those, that series is good. I think you can get all of that on, uh, EA plus now. That's part of the Xbox shit. Yeah. I need, cause I, cause I, got the xbox uh or i i haven't used it but i've got access to it on my computer i need to do that and and, and play those games um roadhouse 2 apparently roadhouse <laughs> roadhouse <laughs> no it's it's a remake and as much as i hate reboots and remakes and i and especially when they announced jake gyllenhaal as as dalton uh aka patrick swayze I wanted to hate this film. I'm like, I don't see him as like action dude. I mean, he's a good actor. He's been in a lot of stuff, but he was also in Brokeback Mountain. I just don't see him as the big badass action star. But this trailer looks, fuck, it looks good. It looks worth watching. If nothing else, like one of the bad guys is Conor McGregor, and he's just chewing fucking scenery in this trailer. I mean, he is like batshit crazy. I'm like, fuck, I, I, I almost just want to watch it just just to see Conor fuck shit up. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm tired of just the the remakes, but at the same time, like, 
And they've, they've changed if, up a little if, bit where he, instead of being if like, this a, is one of those where there's nothing else. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to check it out. Yeah. And it, it's going to be streaming. It's going to be on prime in like March. So we can, we don't have to go to a theater to see it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm all about, you know, free, free shit to watch. But yeah, it, instead of it being a kind of a traveling bouncer, he's a like looks like a washed up UFC fighter down on his luck who ends up taking a taking a job uh, working a bar. And this time it's set in Florida instead of uh, wherever Roadhouse was set. So, let's see if I can't recognize the bar. I spent <laughs> yeah. a good bit of time down in Key West. Instead, instead of living in a barn, he's gonna be living in a in a fucking houseboat. Looks like, but yeah, it, it, I didn't want to like it when it was first announced, but this trailer kind of kind of got me. I'm I'm definitely gonna have to give this one a shot. Well, one that uh, you know we'll have to wait a day or so after uh, Roadhouse, but uh, you know we're gonna get Ghostbusters. Uh, what is it? Frozen. Frozen Empire. They're going back to New York. They're back in the firehouse. It's like oh, like the last one gave us some good nostalgia. This one's going like full nostalgia, and it looks like we got most of the kids back from the last movie, and now they're like actually learning to be real Ghostbusters and shit. If, you know, they even got drones now, like updating the updating the yeah. tech a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> good thing you know Winston's now like a fucking millionaire and owns some big corporation, so he can like you know give him some funding and get him some new toys. Whatever, dude. Tony Stark's had him on the the bankroll. For- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My only disappointment in the trailer, we we get Slimer back. We see Slimer, and then he just goes, yeah. I'm like, dude, no, say the thing. You got to say he's Slimer. Nah, now. they're not going to put that thing. in the trailer because. <laughs> That'll be one of those like misdirection things where when the movie comes out, he'll say the thing probably, <laughs> or he'd be like, "Did he slime you?" Yes, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I understand where he gets his name. And instead of you know the giant marshmallow man, we get you know little tiny marshmallow men, <laughs> marshmallow mini men. Surprised we didn't. Have, there was wasn't a shitload of those toys last <laughs> last time. I'm like they're missing a marketing opportunity if there if there's not a whole mini Stay Puff uh, set. And apparently, uh, fucking, we got uh, Peck back. Uh, you know, Dickless is now apparently the mayor. <laughs> from at least that's the way it looks in the trailer. Uh, I just, it's kind of like the line: "Tall, dark, and horny." Twelve o'clock. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, we even got uh, fucking Janine suiting up too in the in the trailer. I wonder if we're gonna get, uh, you know, because he kind of retired from acting, but uh, we need Rick Moranis to come back and make an appearance. <laughs> Maybe they can talk him out of coming out of retirement, for, at least for a cameo. Yeah, that would be that would be sweet. I mean, but, he came back and did some commercials, so it's like, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe it's time make make that comeback, dude. <laughs> like, I I don't know. So many people announce retirement and they're never really retired. <laughs> they're just like. I'm just bored of all the current projects. Hey, this is a thing I'm interested in. Put me in. Yeah, because he, he kind of retired and, like, I think, you know, wanted to raise his kids and shit and got out of acting. I, th- I think he's, like, a college professor or something now. So maybe the kids are growing up enough he can get back into doing some acting. Well, um, Ungentile Warfare. Uh, another World War Two series that, um, you know, I guess in, in all things war... It doesn't pay to be a gentleman or a gentlewoman. Yeah, Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare, based loosely on a true story. Kind of like the first special forces of World War II, back when you know, kind of uh, uh, Churchill was like, "We're losing this war because we're still fighting by like kind of old rules of engagement. We need some guys that kind of go off the grid and and 
just go behind enemy lines and fuck shit up. And, uh, of course, they you know, get Henry Cavill to put together a rogue unit to go... This is a fucking Guy Ritchie film, too, so you know it's going to be, like, fucked up and action-packed. But the, I mean, the trailer looks looks fun and violent. <laughs> and they smoke cigars. Opus X makes an appearance in the uh, in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of movies. Of all that... the cigars, of course they would go with the Opus. <laughs> like they fancy. Let's just let's just drive that price up a little bit more while we're at it. You know, I, I do appreciate movies when you know you can see what people are actually smoking. Most of the time you can't see the label. There's no label. I'm like, I like it when I'm like, hey, I know that. I can smoke that. Probably can't afford it, but I can smoke it. <laughs> if I have an extra $30, $50, depending. I don't know that they ever... Uh, looks like uh, April 19th is the release date on this one, so... Yeah, I know the trailer just said coming soon. It didn't have a, a hard release date yet, so I've, yeah, I've I mean, not, I don't, uh, not heard... It's just according to the Googles. You know, we'll see. Um, once we uh, firm that up. But I guess it's based on uh, Churchill's uh, Secret Warriors, the explosive true story of Special Forces Desperados of World War II. <laughs> yeah, apparently this is a f- fictional because the Opus X brand was introduced in 1995. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was like, is Opus uh, <laughs> been around that long? Uh, well, they always do different, you know, like they, they do like the Lost City and the Forbidden City. And, you know, they, you know, typically have something other than just, you know, the the standard Opus X. But All right, well, that's what brand, I've got. Fuente has been making cigars since 19... Uh, 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 the company was founded in 1912, so there could have been Fuente cigars in World War II, just not Opus X. <laughs> but for marketing purposes. <laughs> yeah. But I wonder how many people look at that and like, oh yeah, I can definitely tell that that's an Opus box. <laughs> <laughs> no one's as like nerdy as we are when it comes to those things. Uh, um, that's all I've got for you as far as movie trailers. You had some stuff you had pulled from Shot Show that looked yeah, pretty well, cool and know, interesting, right? Last week uh, was the big uh, Shot Show show in Vegas where they unveil all the new stuff uh, coming out. And of course, being the gun nerd I am, I watched every fucking video I could find and kind of made a list of some of the highlight products because at this point, you know, it's got to be something new and inventive, you know, new technology before it kind of like you know, piques my interest. Uh, Daniel Defense, uh, our very own Georgia company, uh, had new, two new products that look cool. Uh, they've, they're making their first pistol, uh, the H, the Daniel Defense H9. Apparently, uh, the old Hudson H9 company went out of business and Daniel bought their patents, but there's very little from that original gun that kind of survived to this new model. They went in and kind of improved it. So yeah, I'm kind of interested to see what Daniel Defense does with a pistol, and they're also coming out with a pistol caliber carbine that takes. Uh, it's basically like a nine millimeter AR, but it takes Scorpion mags, which is uh, interesting. Uh, Canic, uh, which just picked up one of those for a cheaper Turkish made pistol. Those things are pretty damn uh, solid. Well, apparently they've teamed with Terran Tactical and. Uh, 
is releasing the TTI Combat Canic, which is going to be a Terran gun. Uh, and if you know the price tag on Terran guns, they're not cheap. But since it's a Canic, it's going to come in at under $1,000. So if you want to get into the Terran Tactical game and don't want to pay Terran Tactical prices, uh, sometime this, uh, I think they said around April, these things should start uh, start shipping. Midwest Industries is released because apparently that was the big thing I saw at Shot Show is everyone's making a fucking tactical lever action now. Everyone wants to be a, a an urban cowboy, so Midwest Industries uh, is now making a whole bunch of accessories for your tactical lever guns. Tactical lever gun. Yeah. Fostech uh, is releasing a drum magazine for the Barrett fifty cal. So if five rounds of 50 cows on enough, you'll now be able to get a 20-round drum of 50. Good God almighty. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, just the Barrett on its own is ridiculous. A Barrett with a fucking drum is... <laughs> yeah, that's just fucking ridiculous. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Zestava Arms, a maker of, of fine AKs. Uh has teamed with an artist and made a line of dresses made out of shell casings. So if you, if if your girl needs a fancy brass dress, uh, Zatava, Zatava arms is, is, is got the hookup for you. You just have to see this. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, what else we got? Um, uh, hollow sun, uh, which I've got hollow sun optics on a lot of my guns. They are working. It was only kind of a, Proof of concept, uh, very much still a uh, prototype, but they had a thermal pistol sight. So it's like like a regular size red dot for your gun, but it has like a attachment that kind of looks like a like a light, and it can also be used as a light. But yeah, that's your your thermal imaging, and it kind of and it broadcasts the thermal images to the heads up in the red dot sight, which I've never seen a thermal sight that small. So if that's something they can actually get up and running. It would be fucking dope if you want to go full predator on your on your guns. Uh, Panzer Arms, who makes kind of knockoff uh, uh, Benelli M4s, had had a new one with like wood furniture that looked kind of kind of cool. A little mix of uh, you know modern and, and old school. Uh, let's see, one more. Oh, LPVOs, uh, which I have not ran. LPVO optic, which is it's a low power variable optic, so it's like usually like a one to eight zoom. Uh, but most of those you've got like a like a, a lever you got to adjust to to uh, and the kind of the downside of that is you have to take your hand off the you know, your sport hand off to adjust your optic in the field. Where uh, I believe is uh, Flux Defense has come up with like a basically like an auto zoom feature for LPVOs. So they had like a manual version, which was basically just a slider that mounts to the rail of your gun. So without taking your support hand off the front of the rifle, you can adjust your optic with like a little slider level. But then they also had a motorized electric version, which is just basically like hitting a button, like zoom on your fucking camera to uh, move your optic without ever having to, you know, break your uh, your fighting grip. Now that's pretty badass. And I can't, you know, let Glock, you know, Glock announce a new pistol, the 49, which is... Basically, the reverse 19x. So it's got a full size like Glock 17 upper, but a shorter Glock 19 lower. 
So for people who are worried about, you want to carry a, the benefits of carrying a full-size gun, but want to be a little more concealable, and now you can get that shorter grip on a long barrel, where the 19X is a short barrel on a long grip, which I like. That's what I carry, because I got big fucking man hands. But <laughs> people who want a little, something a little more concealable, uh, check out the Glock 49. Oh, yeah, and the 19X new version of that, which now it comes with a threaded barrel and it's optics ready. Ooh, that... Because I've been carrying the 19X for years. That's used, That's my main fucking carry gun. So yeah, now yeah, that, I like the fact that it's uh, now that it's ready. You know, now they're doing the the MOS version and giving it a, a threaded barrel. So if you want to run, it's, and then that's something like other than the that's the first. I mean, you can buy threaded barrels for Glocks, but that's the first like factory ships with a threaded barrel, and those are already in stores. I've seen I've seen those uh, pop up in a couple of the local gun shops. So yeah, go track track down the. The new hotness uh, with that. That's all we got for you this week. Check us out on CigarNerdPodcast.com. We're also on the ESO Network at ESONetwork.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at CigarNerdPod. We are on the YouTubes at CigarNerdPodcast. Uh, get your drinks at StrikeForceEnergy.com, promo code CigarNerds. Get your shirt at RealMenSmokeCigars.com. And remember, in an investigation, details matter. And this has been a recording of the Cigar Nerd Podcast. We are your hosts, Smokin' Joe and Brad Jackson. Join us next time for more adventures in nerddom. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.